working is for f***ing stupid idiots. And I'm not an idiot. So I don't want to work. Embarrassed for me, but I was I was mostly embarrassed for you. Okay. <laughs> it was kind of a steamy, steamy uh That's piece of crap. <laughs> that was yeah, that was tough. All right, should we not suck this time? All right, let's do it. All right, welcome back to Work Shorts, where we get real about how weird jobs can be and other life stuff. My name is Keith Coleman. And I'm HT Carl 33. He's Carl Spandy, and I mean God, that last episode, we were just talking about it before. What what a piece of shit. It right? was. There's, there's, there's really no other way to, to, uh, to I put mean, it. It's like we got back on the horse and the horse kicked us off. It did. You know? So the last episode, for those of you who didn't know, um, and you probably clicked off after two minutes because that's when I did, is a salute to restaurants. Yeah, it was tough. We didn't salute restaurants. We didn't salute anyone. We didn't even talk about it. Yeah, we kind of just... Meandered around our experiences, uh, half baked in the. Uh, in the we industry. had really good intentions about the whole season, uh, just being a salute to a different type of worker, and we thought it'd be topical to be. Yeah. Talk about a restaurant where we both work in restaurants. Restaurants and, uh, were facing tough times. We didn't talk anything about what's actually happening. No. There was nothing topical. We didn't salute shit. We, we just talked stories about. I mean, they're okay. But they're not. But they weren't that good. Yeah, it was it was a total turd. So today we're gonna try to not suck ass, and Carl's not gonna try to suck ass, and we're gonna do this. Yeah, we got a special. It. We got a special one for you. I mean, in fact, we recorded an episode that we were throwing away. That's how much we realize we've sucked for the last couple of weeks. Oh, totally. So now we're back at it. Yeah, and we have a very special episode because Carl wants to talk through his career change. I do. Opportunity. I've got a dilemma. Time to get out of the marketing world. It's about time. Right? Yeah, we all right. knew you had a shelf life <laughs> with this. Yeah. I mean, everyone who works with you is like, well, this is part-time for Carl. That's true. Uh, you have a calling. It's a journey into professional gaming. Which is not a real job. Well, we'll see. It's probably more real than corporate marketing. But before that, <laughs> we're going to go into the, uh, the segment we call Keith and Carl Become Friends because let's get to know each other a little bit more. Yes, let's do right? that. I got a question for you. All right, hit me. Is there anything that you regret doing when you were younger or something that was so embarrassing you wish didn't happen? What do you look back when you're a kid and be like, I wish I didn't want to have done that? Mm, that's a great question. Who I asked? Man, I regret a lot of things. A lot? No, not a lot. A lot of my re- regret is when, when I do something stupid in public and I get embarrassed. There was one. D- did you ever take dare when you were in, in of course. Grade school? Right? You yeah, they got me interested in smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, that, tell you nothing but fun times ahead of you. So in Dare, we had to go through this class with an officer, and there was you know this whole deal. You had to write an essay, and each there's four fifth or sixth grade classrooms. I'm I'm not even sure when Dare was. I'm sure it was fifth or sixth grade, and you had to write an essay, and they would you know pick a winner of each class, I guess, pick an, an essay that they wanted to showcase at this dare. You were a dare winner? Dare event. Yeah. That like parents came and brought their video cameras if you're, you know, whatever. So I get up. Um, so anyway, I have to write this essay. Beautiful, beautiful essay about why I would never do dr- do drugs. Which means you're definitely <laughs> going to. And, uh, and so, you know, I write this essay. I get picked. 
feeling pretty good about myself, show up into the auditorium. An auditorium? This is like a huge event? It was. It was a big event. I, I can't even I, I don't even know why it was this big, but they were celebrating that we had passed and graduated through D.A.R.E., right? Like this was like a part of the graduation ceremony, I guess. I think like some adult or some motivational speaker, someone got up before me and gave like a story about why drugs are so bad, like a life story. Yeah. Right. So then I get up to give my speech and I get up, get the microphone set and I say, man, is it hot in here? Or is it just me? And the look on my like parents' faces. Yeah. The look on like everyone's faces was like, dude, this is a serious moment. <laughs> like, it was so out of place. You're just dropping a joke. Just yeah, just dropping a joke, like dropping an icebreaker. Just you know, like I regret. Did you do it too? Man. Did you do the whole thing? I like, did. I pulled yeah, the shirt. Here, right? I wow. pulled. Yeah, I did. I pulled it. I did. I did. I How'd did. you recover? Oh, I just put my. What'd head you down. say? Like, could they give us the speech? I'm curious what the Carl's not doing drug speeches. I speech don't is. remember. I can't remember the, the speech. I was so traumatized by what I had just done. What I had just come out of my mouth like thinking that that was i'm not really a jokester like so it's like you know when it no, comes to that, that like it's not that's not my i think i was just so uncomfortable like getting up i think you realize there, why but, are we here with a police officer talking about drugs yeah in a school i know i was oh it was embarrassing i regret i regret doing that i think how about yourself uh mine was not in school it was probably high school but they're I mean, I just got to say it. There was there was a time where me and some of my high school friends decided to like run around naked in front of a, a shopping center. Yes. And this is like in the 90s. Like the whole streaking thing. While had, people were shopping? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was like <laughs> in front of it. During the day? Yeah, during the, during the day. <laughs> uh, but it's not like looking back on it, it seems so strange. The whole streaking thing. I think that was so 19, what, 50s, 60s? 70s, I don't know, but it was a hell of a long time ago. But it was right after... Uh, 90s. Remember the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Like, uh-huh. That was like the, the time where they were performing with like just socks over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And so as you're an impressionable teenager, you're like, well, we have to do that. And that's what we did. Put socks over ourselves and, and ran. ran around in front of the shopping center back and forth. <laughs> and like to even talk about it to this day, or like when I look at my friends, I'm like, you... Why, why would you do that? But it doesn't even seem clever. It's a great story when you guys. I'm not trying back, to like put the sock on. You get back together, like yeah, a couple of reunions of your friends. Like hey, remember that? <laughs> remember us trying to put socks on? Is that one of those stories you just kind of close the door on? And yeah, no, it totally is. Like we all know it was there. Yeah, we know whose socks took longer to put on than others. <laughs> we don't mention that. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that went on quick. <laughs> You bottom out? <laughs> All right, mine fits fine. <laughs> Why do you got the knee highs? <laughs> oh. oh, ankle socks, classic. classic. Oh, sure, yeah. Oh, the no-shows. Gosh, that's hilarious. All right, enough about uh, socks over ourselves. All right, I got a what question you got? for you. What do you got? When was the first time that you remember getting hurt or injured? Like a sports injury or just hurt Just something that was like... Dude, I just hurt myself, and someone has to help me take care of myself. Uh, last week? <laughs> it's been a strong 30-some years. Never happened to me. Um, that is a great question. The first time that I was concussed, but I was probably like four or five years old, 
and me and my brother were running around on tractors, like the metal John Deere tractors that you could drive around on, like pedal around. Oh, those are awesome, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're way more awesome when you get two metal ones and come full blast straight at them. And I just remember, like, hitting my brother's head on and, like, his just his pinwheeling. His eyes are pinwheeling and mine are. And, like, to this day, it probably has some repercussions. But it, it wasn't one of those moments where we ran off and cried, but it was just silence for minutes when you realized like something deeply horrible just has happened and probably will follow us for the rest of our lives marbles all shooken up yeah i mean that one was yeah that one was like almost so bad that i couldn't even cry for help well my first traumatic experience actually happened in preschool so i went to preschool in a church and in one of the church's like auditoriums they had set up is it religious? Um, no, it was um, at a Lutheran church, and it was partitioned. They put up these like, you know, these partitions, like cubicle walls, but they weren't. You know, they just had like feet, like stands, whatever, all over. And um, so I'm going to preschool. They have um, like a play area. And in this play area was a basket, and in the basket was a bunch of two by fours. And next to the Why? two, <laughs> next to the two by fours, was a table. With a saw. Because Jesus was a carpenter. With a saw, right? I, was that it? I have no idea. Was he going to appear? Build your... Uh, it, I mean... What, table? Was, yeah, maybe. Maybe. It was... Yeah. So I'm five, four or five years old. Ready for carpentry. Grabbing this block of wood, and I'm sawing as hard as I can. Why did they have this? <laughs> My thumb goes right underneath the saw blade and just... Whoop, and I look down, and I still got the scar today. And Let's I could see, see my bone. Holy shit. Yeah, just right on that crease. You were five? Yeah. Bone. <laughs> and, I mean, it was traumatic. I think soon thereafter there was no more saws with wood. But can you imagine letting kids that are five during like their playtime saw wood? Depends on if you need something built. Oh, my God. You know, if I had a lot of trinkets that I wanted to sell. I feel like I could have got a free college tuition out of that somehow. Oh, can you imagine if that would happen today? You'd be oh. rich. You'd be down working. I feel like it. I feel like it. <laughs> yeah. I'd own that. You wouldn't church. be considering stripping at all. Maybe like, today I'd be done. Maybe today I'd be up there giving, you know, great jokes and speeches. <laughs> You'd be delivering dare seminars. <laughs> yeah, that was. Can you imagine that job as a dare officer? No. Like you draw that short straw. You didn't choose that. I'm just encouraging them to do drugs. Yeah, most of them will do drugs because of me. Yeah. Only because of me. If they never heard this, they were never going to do it. They didn't even know about drugs, so you can't <laughs> know. That's the thing. Like, you didn't even yeah. know these things existed. Whoa, the oh, it like, does that? Hey, 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 Where is- can I get that? <laughs> no. My sister. Whoa, you could get me that? It's great that the, fo- the first exposure to drugs is through the dare officer. I'm not sure it was. that shit. Maybe he was the pusher. Yeah. You hide know. little drugs in the dare bears. They had little bears. That's their mottos. Really? I think they had little bears. What a marketing bears. campaign. How much money did that cost? I have no idea. What a waste. Was that part of the war on drugs? Yeah, the dare to keep kids off drugs. What a waste of time. I dare you not to do drugs. What, what do you do after a situation like that? I mean, you just you shit the bed, crack a bad joke. I mean, I just went out back and smoked a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have done. I just found out what this is. <laughs> yeah. Now I want one. The dare officer had some supply in his little briefcase that he brought. It is bear. It is dare bear. It he is just bear ripped bear. the head off and yeah. put a neck full of 
Jays. So depressed. Well, back. Burned one down. <laughs> Should we get on with the uh, C-list? Put some structure around this thing? Yeah, let's do it. Stop wandering around. Let's do it. All right. So for the C-list, right, I've already alluded that my my career change. Uh, to a stripper, right? Yeah, to a, a stripper. What is, would your stripper name be? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. You should think on that. Yeah, we should have saved that for uh Carl's stripper name? Yeah. All right, we'll put it on the queue. All right, so for the, uh, you know, my adventure into this potential realm of professional gaming comes with some terminology. So for you, I've got a list of some terms, acronyms. Um, is this new? Or has this been like a, since you were sawing your finger off, you've been into this? Into gaming? Yeah. I Is that why you're pissed off about the saw? Because it messed up your... Yeah. Your, your joystick? My, yeah, no. I'll I'll say that staying at home for the last several months and having a ten year old son and having everyone, you know, a lot of my friends play video games. My brothers who have been historically heavily involved. It's been uh it's been quite fun. So it's like reignited something? Or Well, it's yeah, I mean it's why not? It's I you know, then you There's a lot of reasons why not. Well, like, like a ton of reasons why there's a lot of reasons. I mean, it's funny because I've worked with uh, really good marketers that have gone into companies um, in PlayStation into some of these running the companies far different than staying home playing the game. Yeah, but these guys as marketers get to play the games that they're promoting. Yeah, but that's different. Like you're in a job. That's legitimate. Trying to sell these gamers products. These gamers are legitimate. You just want to sit on your couch and play video games. No, 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 no. This is hard work. All right, let's jump into this. So this is a list of terms, and for the people that are listening, um, you know, think of, think if you can answer these terms uh, if you know what these mean too. You might if you've got ten year old kids. So but these are not, terms that people use, use in the it, game. This Part is of the, lingo. This is game lingo. Game lingo. Yep. All right. Yep. So the first one, kind of a softball, noob. Let someone is nil. That's yep. an easy one. Newbie, right? A newbie. Easy, yeah. right? Easy. Yeah, that was one. that was warm up. I got yep. it. warm up. All right, these are all easy. Yep. The next one. Bot. Someone who's a bottom. No. Bot. There's <laughs> bottoms and there's tops. Uh, I don't know why they're teaching the kids this young. <laughs> but uh, next question. It's no, it's not. It's not. It's not short for bottom. <laughs> I, think it, I think you're wrong. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, agree short for... to disagree. <laughs> that's true. It's short for like a robot. So someone that's not good, very predictive, consistent bottom. Consistently, consistently bad. Oh, is it consistently bad? Yeah, it's not a good player. It's like the new noob. A bot. Term. A bot. If you're a bot, that's not a good thing. Why? Because a bot is. Robots are automatic. Yeah, but not. They're predictable. They're easy. They're easy to defeat in these games, right? If you're playing against a bot, you're playing against just the computer. And so, if you're a... which always wins. No. You ever been to Vegas? Well, yeah, it's a different. Those that's things a don't different lose. Different type of gaming. Those are rigged. No, it isn't. But. All right. If you're a bot, you're bad. Bottom. A sweat. A sweat. Yeah. Sweat. Someone who's nervous. Someone who did something wrong. Someone who did. Someone who's not good at the game. No. Sweating it. Yeah, no. A right? sweat is someone that's good. A sweat is Why a, would I sweat if I'm good? Sweat is a top player. So we just talked about the bottom, and now you're talking about the top? Yep. <laughs> this is a highly sexual list. Started from the bottom. 
Yeah, no. A sweat is a is a you want to be a sweat. A sweat is a good thing. We got a top, we got a bottom. I'm not sure what's next. So we got noob, bot, and sweat. Yeah. Next one is nerfed. Nerfed sounds like smurfed. I think that means something else. I'm sure it does. Someone who's blue. Someone who gets hit a lot by nerf guns. Which means which means I'm I'm threading this together. Okay. Okay. Which means that they're not good at hiding because they're they're too big. No. You're going in a smallish way. Wrong path here. So nerf refers to something in the game that's been modified by the game developers. For instance, what? When I play Call of Duty, COD, they'll have weapons that are potentially too good for the game. Everyone will go to one weapon because it's like the best weapon. So they, it's, it's too good. They overdeveloped it. So they'll release an update and they'll make that gun not as accurate, throw some little variables in it so it's not quite the same gun as it used to be. But when that happens and it gets released, the gun's been nerfed. Oh, okay. Made it a child's toy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Now I got it. Yep. It was a roundabout, but we, we got there. Yep. It's a, long, it's a long way to get there. Next one. Hot drop. Definitely a sex act. <laughs> it's like a hot Carl. Hot Carl, hot, Carl, hot drop. <laughs> Self-explanatory next. Uh, no, hot drop is so a lot of these games, you're playing on these maps in like Call of Duty or Fortnite. You're playing against 100, 150 other people. And they're really big maps. And so really big places where you can play. For, I'm trying to simplify it down for some people who have no idea what a map is even. But like it's like where you... Tell you, me, I know, I know whole, what a map is. The whole plain area that you get to kind of roam around in, in fact, is like tens or twenties of miles in gaming terms, right? Like some places you have to hop in a car and travel for five minutes on this map to get to another place. So these hot drops ro- are like places where most people like to drop and a lot of action happens so if you say hey do you want to hit a hot uh, drop or hot not a, drop it's like a hot drop is like oh we're all going to hit that hot drop yeah it's all yeah hot bring drop. the bottom yeah <laughs> bring the bottom <laughs> nope we're sweats <laughs> all right so you're zero i guess you're one for five with the noob afk afk yeah afk acronym oh fucking kinds <laughs> of bad dudes AFK. that means that's an army that you can't beat. Yeah, no. And AFK is, technically, it means away from keyboard. So if someone is AFK, then their their character is sitting there doing nothing, right? So oftentimes when you're playing, for me, when I think of an AFK, right, like you're going for a hot drop, shoot they drop down, and they're just sitting there, right? Obviously, you're going to kill them, but AFK for me means a free kill. Little that's your double, that's your special one. That's how you. I think a lot of people use it interchangeably. A lot of people don't say um, like AFK could be used if you're IMing someone. Like, oh, I'm not getting response. He is, he's AFK. I mean, can you tell if they're away? Does it turn yellow? No, or you something? don't know. No, they'll get kicked for inactivity, but usually you'll just see him sitting there and you'll just you know, they really don't just do anything. Hot drop them. Yeah, <laughs> rage quit. This oh, that's pretty, easy. You throw the controller at the TV. You're yeah. done. Yeah, that happens. I've done this. Yeah, it's it's those people when you know when you're a sweat and you drop in on a bot and you hit them with that you know nerf gun and they just didn't want you to get killed with and then they just you know, so they dumb. just they just quit. <laughs> they the just, they're happened. gone. They're gone. 
you know. Uh, don't hot drop. Don't, don't come into the hot drop if you're going to try to face me. Yeah. That's what. And you're a bot. Coming to Carl's territory. Yeah. Drop that. Yeah. All right. Second to last, Gigi. Ooh, I dated a girl named Gigi. That didn't work out. Yeah, it's a good stripper name. That's, it could be your stripper name. Yeah, CC. CC. <laughs> that's all of the story. Yeah. Okay. Well, GG means good game. It's a nice, pleasant way to sign off after the. Uh, GG? Yeah. GG. Good game. G and a good G. Good game's not that. What's up, bro? It's good GG. That brings me to the last bullet. All right. This is a term that has been actually way overused, and it's bro. And so for any of you parents out there that have got kids and their kids are using the term bro or bra, it's like the new Bruh? dude. Like, brah, bro. You know, like the with the inflection, like you're a surfer. What's up, bro? Bro. Ah, bro. Yo, bro. And when I'm playing these games with people that are probably 10 years younger than I am in some cases, they're using Ten? these two. I mean, well. 10? I play with kids. I mean, granted, I play with kids that are like, I had one. I played with one kid the other day who literally sounded like he was in very young elementary. I had to like hop off because he was like cursing, and his screen name was Big Daddy, and he sounded like he was like eight. I was like, "There's something wrong with this." Like, where's your parents? This is like ten o'clock at night. It's just Gigi yelling at Big Daddy. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you're a bot, Gigi. (laughs) (laughs) I dropped Big Daddy. (laughs) So those are some. Some terminology, some keywords that, you know, if you want to get in the gaming industry like myself, get up to speed. I just gave you. You're not a you're not a noob anymore. I'm good. Now you're now you're a sweat with the terms. All right. Well, I wasn't doing this anyway, so thanks for the update. (laughs) You're welcome. All right. Work short topic of the day. Carl has a dilemma. He's starting a brand new career as a stripper. Carl, professional gamer. Professional gamer. If I was going to be a stripper, I'd be. Okay with that. I'd be really good. I'm a really good dancer. It's not about the dancing. You know what Dude. I would do? I'd be a roller skating stripper. Stripper. You could run away from people. Skate away. Skate away. All right. So thinking about So it's not stripper? No. Okay. Professional gamer. Video gamer. Yeah. That's not a job. It's a job. Let me hit you with some video game stats though, because I think people would love to know a little bit more about Would they? How big is the industry? people are doing it how many are you do a marketing segmentation for us yeah well, just well as your last as your last act as an actual marketer you're going to segment the video game market yeah it's like and then get the hell out i'm building a pitch to leave my job so to who? the global video game industry is roughly 120 billion think about that in uh, terms of global box office global box office so movies is about 42 billion wait this is how many video games are sold yeah, it's like the revenue generated from video games. It's like revenue generated from like movies, like watching the movies, playing the games. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's like video games are three times the size of the box office, the movies. Yeah, but there's movie stars. There's no video game. Ah, but there are video game stars. There are two to two and a half billion people that play video games in the world. A lot of people on their couch. It's mobile games. Computer games. Yeah, this is why the health crisis exists. A lot of people staring at screens. Maybe in America, but worldwide, I mean, there's not. There's you think their uh, gamers are healthier internationally? I don't know. I'm gonna say no. If you're saying that 25 to 30 percent of the population that are gamers are unhealthy, 
It's a pretty big leap. Most of these people are probably younger kids that are probably very healthy. Also probably not healthy. You're trying to shoot down my dream here, dude. I'm just I'm just trying to jam some reality in here. All right, so there's two options that the way that I see my entrance into the gaming world. The first is Wait. a professional esports gamer. I'm saying an athlete, an esports athlete. An athlete? Did you just say gamer. athlete? Athlete, yep. Why I'm saying athlete is they're building stadiums for people to game. Right? They build stadiums for LeBron James. Doesn't mean I'm going to be a basketball player. But he's an athlete. That's why they're building it for the gamers. Because people want to watch these guys play. They've got screens everywhere, right? So you can watch. You're watching someone play a video game. So you're watching the games, but you're also watching like what they're doing. So you're They're like, sitting there. <laughs> yeah, but nothing they else. They all have their own like quirks and their own like styles and their own ways that they're using their controllers. They you know, different types of controllers. Different ways that they're strategizing with their, 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 their these are team games. Many you're just like of them. staring at someone's face as you're they're playing a team, video games. You're watching him, these players and their team play a game like basketball, but they're no, playing on basketball a, on players a move around and they jump and they do crazy stuff. And I these know, guys, these guys' characters are doing all that more. The camera's on them though. It's on them, and you're also watching the actual gameplay in the game. Okay, you pay for this. Yeah, dude. There was a big tournament last year. It's called. There's a what's the hook? A game I called. Don't get this. There's a game called League of Legends. Legal Legends. League of Legends. Is there an Eat Legal Legends? League. League. League of Legends. League. Yeah. Oh. LOL for short. Ooh, and at their big one. tournament last year, I think it was in, I think they hosted it in North Korea. It had a hundred million. Wait, hosted in North Korea? You just breezed <laughs> no, over that one. Yeah, that, it can't be. It can't be North Korea. It's got to be South Korea. It's got to be South Korea. Hosted. I mean, 100 million viewers watched this tournament championship. That's equivalent to the Super Bowl. Kim Jong-un? There are sponsorships giving to these these athletes. I mean, do they get sponsored? Yes. By who? Cheetos? Yeah. Mountain Dew? Big. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. Big, big... um, Nike is starting all the health drinks. Nike. This is a pinnacle of health Nike when you just rattle off these. Not Nike? Nike? Yes. For what? What do they have? Underwear? Performance Pajamas? gear. Performance gear. It's hot. Sweaty. We just got all, all excited. I don't know. What is gamer performance gear? I'm telling you, man. This Are you is, serious? I'm telling you. Here's here's my thought on that. Here's my thought on, on, on raising my kids. So well, that's a shift. We're going from you being a gamer. I'm thinking about when we think about professional what does it take to become a Professional basketball, football player, years of practice, right? Dedication. Jeans? Sure, sure. From a gaming perspective, they make some really good money, and it's a growing industry, probably quadruple percentages uh, versus the basketball industry or the football industry. And these kids. Oh, is that a choice of yours or your child to be in the football industry? No, but I can choose them to maybe be in the gaming, professional gamer. I can sit down with him every day and have him practice for two days, a video, you know, for two hours a day. This was something when we were kids that got shunned. Yeah. And now you're gonna promote it. And I'm saying now the times have changed that we should flip it. We should be promoting well, you go these first. kids. You that, tell us how it works. That aren't athletes, that aren't have no desire to be athletes, that have really good strategic minds, really good uh, team building minds, are are great with thinking about strategy and how to win games. My son can solve a Rubik's Cube in 30 seconds. No problem. No problem. So he takes that and goes into these games and is a sweat. 
plays really awesome. Right. So, so that's good, right? So that's good. So that's good. So right. it's like, how do you how do you help that? Could you ever? Could I? Is it one socially acceptable? Like, no. not really. But Next. could I sit there and be like, all right, Ty? Like, it's gonna be for the next two hours. We're gonna practice. And when you die, well, then it's not fun. Of- it's the allure of video games is you're not supposed to do it. What? It totally is. It's like you're supposed to be doing something else, and you just want to play video games because it's the it's the screw off activity. It's not anymore. Yeah, crushing Doritos. But the kids don't see that anymore. Play- kids don't see it. They're heroes. Are these are these athletes? These gamers that are winning tournaments, that are playing, being the best. They're heroes. They're heroes like. This one gentleman, I looked up, 24-year-old from Kazakhstan, who was a championship gamer that disclosed that a doctor urged him to take six months off because he was going blind from playing 14 hours a day of video games. That's a hero? Well, That's who you want them to be? Who, who, who else would be a hero from, a, like, let's say, a football standpoint? Someone that gets concussed so many times that they are turn out to be a psycho or they die when they're 50 years old? But they can hardly walk because their knees. That's why we need you parents to be involved. To, to no, guide. Coaches. We you, need coaches. My thing is I'm going to start a company, gets these kids in these school districts together to train together, to grow that's together. That's as stupid as the dare officer. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you. There's money to be made there. No one I'm sure there's money. Idea. Oh, my gosh. Uh, a teenager was found dead in an internet cafe in Taiwan after playing video games for 40 hours straight. It's not the video game it's fault. 18 years old. He collapsed during a marathon session of playing Diablo 3. Had a stroke yeah. at 18. Wow. He should have probably been doing some cardio, too. I'm not saying you have to like never go outside and, you know, or Well, it do seems like if things. you're going to be a champion, He's not you a champion. Shouldn't. That's a great extreme, extreme example. I don't know. I have one stat that just makes me think about this whole thing. Uh, a 2010 study said that gamers lose their virginity at an average age. 34. And we're done. And <laughs> GG. <laughs> uh, GG. Well, but to play devil's advocate, that was 2010 study. So, honest question Are these guys ever going to meet girls? Are there girl gamers? Yes. Lots of them. Absolutely, the girls are flocking to games, are loving video games too. Absolutely. I know, but are they loving video gamers? These people aren't sitting on couches, though. I mean, these are they're sitting in state-of-the-art ergonomic chairs with state-of-the-art systems and desk setups. This isn't like... Well, the, the point is the they're, couch, not mo- they're not moving. The couch, like, analogy. I mean, there's not a lot... Maybe back in the day... What'd you play on? Are... What'd you play on yesterday? I you played, played on an couch. ergonomic... I, you I played on the couch. couch. <laughs> you goddamn right you played on the couch. <laughs> I played on the couch. But that's why I'm still testing the waters if I need to invest into some of the, the nice stuff. Okay, so that's one piece. Professional, athletic, gamer, where you actually are getting paid. You're getting sponsored. You're making money. Yeah, that's that's one whole piece. How many of them are there? I I don't know. A lot, though. But I would say it's it's a global, it's a rising global thing. So I think it's, yeah, it's all over the world. But, you know. I mean, if you're like a mid-level gamer, I mean, how much money do you make? You're probably, you could make easily fifty dollars to $150,000. There's professional teams that... Um, these tournaments, they travel. So they had one just in Traveling Minnesota. teams? Yeah, they had one in Minnesota. So they bring like five or eight, I don't know, let's say eight or ten teams, popular teams like you would. And they're only four-man teams, four or five-man teams. So they, they, they just take all the teams and they travel to different cities. So 
you'll have a tournament with those eight teams. You'll try another tournament. You have, so like these professional That's gamers cool. are like showcasing themselves and their skills. Yeah. In a smaller group of, of teams, like a like a league, um, but they're playing around the country in different venues. So a different venue. It's like a you know kind of like you're going to a concert, um, but you're watching these guys play games for a few hours. And do you ever think there'll be a high school team? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Are there today? I wonder. I'm, and there might be. Maybe not. I, don't, I haven't seen it much in this market, but absolutely. There's, you know, my kids can go to classes after school now to program games like Minecraft style games where they can go and like do programming and make their own video games. And they're in like third to sixth grade. See, that's pretty useful. Wow. And here's where the other option is because there's only two options that I have to get into professional gaming because both result in me playing a lot of video games. The other one is a Twitch streamer. Twitch streamer. Yeah, Twitch. Yep. What the hell is that? Yeah, so Twitch is an online community of people creating interactive video content. I don't know what any of that meant. So initially, it's about creating content for games where, like I mentioned, you're playing a video game. You're kind of in a small box in the corner. I'm watching you play. You've, you've got a mic set up, headphones. And then I'm on the big screen on my monitor or whatever I'm watching. I'm watching you play the game. And so you're you're playing and commenting on your play while I'm watching you. So Say that again? You're streaming your, your gameplay is what they call it. So you're playing the game. You're commenting, commenting like, oh, I'm going to go here to this hot drop. So and, that's what you want to do? And then there's people watching you do that. And typing in a chat box like you know so like there's a community of people watching you play so there's so it's like your own little youtube channel yeah but it's it's yeah it's like youtube yep but it's like a live interactive event when they do this so the streamers go on and they they say i'm not gonna i'm gonna stream if these viewers the viewers can chat amongst themselves in the chat boxes they can chat in something in between games i can say oh hey keith yeah yeah, that was it. I made a bad move there. Yeah, I know, man. Hey, thanks for watching. I appreciate that. And then, like, you know, I can interact with you while you're watching me play. For me, this is here's some. So, Twitch is like one of the biggest venues. So, like, there's been um, situations where they've had some matches where 300, 400,000 people have been watching these matches at one time, these live events. Like, like you can never, you could never go to a stadium and get 500,000 people to watch something. You just don't have the seating. But, there's been big games where people are like watching. Here's just some quick stats on Twitch. I mean, if you haven't if you haven't been to Twitch, it's weird. They have every so Twitch is not it's not just gaming, but you could be you could be uh you know, a chef in your own house and you set up a video camera and you do a live feed of you cooking something and you are watching, someone types in, Well, how do you know how much butter to put in? Oh well, I just like to do this, like you can interact with them. And you're kind of also showing them. So it's like it's live streaming what How you're doing. How far could this go? They can go anywhere. We could do our podcast on Twitch and interact with the audience as we're doing the podcast. But we could get we could pull up the laptop and say, hey, ask Keith about this. Or what do you guys think about this? Or I agree. So like you do video it. gaming is awesome. Carl's, Just anything. Carl's awesome. What do you think about that, Keith? Yeah, anything. Anything, anything. in your whole life. But it used to be really centered around gaming. That's how the platform got their, their start. So... That's hey guys, it. I'm gonna go to the bathroom in five. Yeah, everyone just comments on it. Well, you interact that with them. You're watching. You're watching someone a streamer. He goes, "Hey, hey look, guys, I gotta, you know, I'll be right back. Gotta, you know, hit the head." And they just run off. They come back. They continue and they, oh, to talk know. to him. 
Well, you're hey, not nice really job talking. in there, buddy. Yeah, you're not really talking. Good to work. They're just, they're just rate that the, uh, eight out of ten. <laughs> yeah, they're out of the camera. Yeah, you could. But I mean, so Twitch they have channels, right? So these are they call them channels. People that like are streaming these different types of genres, right? So in the last seven days, the, there was an average of ninety-two thousand channels that people could go on to and watch. Ninety-two thousand channels. This seems more feasible for you, right? I think um, the barrier to entry is lower. In June, yeah, in June there, but in June there were seven point one million streamers. So seven point one in June, creating content, original content. That's a lot of people on one platform. How are they monetizing that? So here's the deal: you can monetize it if you have enough followers. So you have to have enough viewers, average viewers and followers, to like your stuff, so that you can become affiliated with Twitch and be able to then during the process you can show ads and then the ads are linked up to an account that you have. And so people like click through on the ads, like they're interested yeah. in what, like that's one way to monetize it. But then a lot of these people that also stream have YouTube channels created through custom content. So really what Twitch is, it's content creation. You don't even have to be good at gaming. Right? You can find your own little like niche. You can be like, oh a dad of four, I'm a dad gamer dad gamer with dad bod and i'm sitting here on the couch and, and like, the, like the every kids other just dad get out and make fun of you yeah and i just get other dads to watch me play right and like and with the kids coming in like that could be like yeah. the marketability it's like not about me being a pro gamer it's about me just being a dad and trying to game and stream and that could be funny for people do you have to play new games or can you like play mario kart you can play whatever you can do whatever you want as long as you can like video of something. There's people that are on Twitch that aren't even, it's like a, it's some use it more of like a YouTube forum where it's just like anything. It's just pictures of them in their room. Or I saw one guy today, he had his, um, he's like a mechanic and he has his, he live streams his, his daily work. Like, so in, <laughs> yeah. And so it's crazy. Cause like in like the, like in like the headers and stuff, he like, he like types in and programs like essentially like what cars he's working on, what he's doing that day, and so those those motorheads sit there and it's like, oh okay, it's like a it's like a Chevy, da da, da. And like this is what he's replacing, and they can just like sit there throughout the workday, pulse in and watch him. He just has this camera mounted. job. Yeah, he's just doing his job. Is he talking through it? He can if he wants to. Well, he doesn't have to. He's he's, he's literally working, and you're just watching him like stream his job. Sounds incredible. But, you know, from a gaming standpoint, it's, I want to do that. it's marketing skills, right? You can leverage podcast skills, mic skills. I might take this mic home. So I can start this. Your podcast skills? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like I got the headphones. I got the mic. <laughs> just, I got the video games. I mean, I don't know. It's I don't crazy. know what you're waiting on. It just seems like a, a low stakes ordeal. So the new thing right now is, especially with like this COVID stuff, right? But like it's these guys that are you know, or women, I suppose, that have a nine to five and that when they get home, this is their second career. It's they get home, they get the stuff on, they're, they've got all this, you know, the setup in their desk and they're, you know, from six to to 11 or midnight, they're, they're streaming, they're gaming and it's considered their kind of second career. That'd lead to your second marriage too. I know. Although I did see an article the other day, maybe today, uh, from Harvard Business Review about how having a second, if not more, careers in your life is, at the same time, is beneficial to your health. I don't think that's this applies. What would you, so what's your wife think if you're going to start this? 
My wife doesn't know that I have this dream. <laughs> <laughs> she will now. Yeah, no, my wife just rolls her eyes, I think. The thing about gaming is that you're playing, when you play these games, you play them over and over again, you're playing with so many different people. And you're playing, you can get through them so quick that it's like you out, you get this adrenaline rush when you play for the 15 minutes and it stops. And you're like, gosh, I could be better. I could have played that better. I could have done this better. And it's like, then all of a sudden you get this instant hit of this adrenaline again. And so you just, you just want it. Like you keep playing. There's nights where I've got done with work and you know, we had dinner or whatever. And I'll stay up to midnight too playing for three hours after the kids are in bed. And I'm just like loving it. Just like bum, 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 bum. And it's like fast action. I get to bed, I'm like, man, I'm still thinking about, man, I wish I could keep playing, but I got to go to bed because I got to go to work tomorrow. And so how are you going to drop this to your boss? Well, first oh, of all, I'm you got to tell your wife. I'm not telling I'm anyone yet. This, I've gotta get, I want to get better. I got to craft my skill. I got to No, man, that's not I how you do it. Figure you, out. You, you leap. There's two, ways, there's two schools. It's like you get your stuff together, which is what you want to do, and then jump once it's safe. Or yeah. you just that's my style. jump, and it forces you to get good. That's a good point. Because you're just not going to do it. That's the natural next step. Yeah, so maybe I should just turn in my two weeks and yeah, tomorrow. Let's in. do it today. Let's do it live. That's what, on the Twitch. Live. Fire up. Maybe that's the next podcast. Carl quits. <laughs> we'll just do it live. A live quitting on Twitch. Stream it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Here's my um, takeaway. I think the video game industry and video gamers and the jobs that they employ from a gaming standpoint, the opportunities for young kids is real, and I think that. I don't doubt that. I think that like the we are stuck in the generation right now where we still feel like kids should be out playing baseball and shooting hoops and cracking heads playing football. And that's how we were kind of brought up where ignore those injuries, get back out there, start playing. And I think the times are, are shifting. And I think if we, as we go more towards robotics, the age of robotics, the age of computers, writing code, that when people, like kids, are playing these video games, think about how coding would make so much more sense to them. Like they would understand how their movements, moving left or moving right or up and down, looking at the graphics, that they would, they'd get that. They'd understand the need that there is a skill set needed there um, more than ever before. And I think that a lot of kids, like even from playing games, are going to give them like a road, a way into careers that are going to be vital that we don't even haven't even really seen come to surface uh, yet here, um, you know, long term as far as computing. You know, computing is going to be the next. It, it, it is what it is, right? It's it's exponentially growth. Um, you know, for the think about 200, 200 years from now, football is going to be played. People aren't going to be bashing heads. It's going to be about games. It's going to be about game theory. It's going to be about winning in different ways. Even the military, you know, driving drones around and. You know, hardly having to have boots on the ground to make strikes or do things like that. It's you know, warfare being done in cryptocurrencies or different currencies or uh, hacking people or influencing uh, using computers uh, in a way that is is bad. But those there's ways to use computers for good that I think that uh, you know the kids are going to really fall into and there's opportunities there. Yeah, well said. I think I'm sold. And this episode brought to you by Twitch. <laughs> I know you're. I mean, you're, you're clearly more more tuned into what uh, all the kids are doing too. I'm. I laugh at it because I don't understand it <laughs> only. But I think uh, you should do it. I'm fully supported. And if you right. leave this podcast, it was a good run, bigger and better things. So 
Yeah. Will you f- follow me on Twitch? Watch me play? I will once I figure out how to download it and first spell it. Okay, so. perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right, Carl. Well, we're going to miss you. Comments, questions, follow us on all the socials, keithandcarl.com, Instagram, at WorkShortsPodcast, Facebook at WorkShorts, and on YouTube, keithandcarl.com. And oh, I forgot my takeaway. My takeaway, I found out that gaming is a highly sexual field. And that someday, I'd like to hot drop in a bot. And I'm very much looking forward to whatever that is. Uh, yeah, you've, you've learned so much. <laughs> Later. Later. Thumbs up to that mother... <laughs> Baby, stop recording me!